There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning into the Monday edition of the podcast. We certainly are thankful for each of you that listen, thankful for our homeschoolers uh, back after a Thanksgiving break. I pray this is a helpful chapel service. Hope you have your Bibles out, your pens and pencils out. Be able to take some notes, be able to make some references, write some things down that you can go look up later as we're going to go through this quite quick and uh, just have a short time here on the podcast. We're going to be looking at Psalm 116 in just a moment. And Psalm 116, of course, is that great Messianic Psalm that references so many other Psalms. But before we do that, I would like to announce that we will be at the Grace Baptist Church in Oxford, North Carolina, this coming Sunday. Uh, we thank the Lord Pastor Cecil Newton, the folks there at Grace. I've been going there pretty much since I started in evangelism. Within the first couple of weeks of being on the road, uh, Brother Newton had us come by and preach on a Sunday night. We've been going there ever since. How we thank the Lord for him, thank the Lord for the church. And then uh, the following Sunday, the 11th, we'll be down in Lexington, South Carolina. And uh, Brother Frank Townsend, again, a man who I met some 15 years ago. And uh, pretty much almost since we've been in evangelism, Brother Frank has had us in. And uh, we're looking forward to being with the folks there in Lexington. And the following Sunday, we'll be back home. But on Sunday morning, the 18th, we'll be at the Bible Baptist Church in Mon Alto, Pennsylvania. And uh, they'll be meeting in the old fire hall in Waynesboro. And uh, they rent the fire hall for usage and uh, have a little bit more room, be able to invite folks to come and be able to spread out a little bit. And so they're looking to have a big day. And so I certainly thank the Lord for the opportunity, the privilege we have to preach, the upcoming meetings God has given us. Start of the year, we'll begin a schedule, uh, probably a little bit busier even than last year. We took off three months for uh, Matthias to be born this past year, but Lord willing, this year we'll continue pressing on for the glory of God. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore, well, I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. So the one thing we see right away in Psalm 116 is we see that it's a reference to so many other psalms. It kind of summarizes much that's said in other psalms. It's really a little bit of Psalm 16, Psalm 18, Psalm 6. But we see little pieces from Psalm 22, Psalm 59, and we see these all summarized, if you will, in Psalm 116. Psalm 116 is a doctrinal psalm. It is a psalm of Jesus Christ. And the one thing that we're going to continue to see in this psalm that I'd like to emphasize, especially in these next couple of days, as we look at Psalm 116 in great detail, one of the things I want to emphasize is the relationship between the Father and the Son. And that's a relationship that you cannot deny. It has always been. It's always been in existence. And then in the New Testament church, through the Gospel of John, uh, rather the Epistle of John, we see that the Lord Jesus Christ invites us into that fellowship. 
And that's why, as the sons of God, we do have fellowship with the Lord. It's why he's given us that spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. He has made us the sons of God, and he's done that through Jesus Christ. And so we see that in Psalm 116. We see that relationship. We see the believer's relationship. And, of course, we'll cross-reference this in the New Testament a little bit later on, and we'll see that this is the same relationship that saved people have with their Heavenly Father. Yet in the Psalm we see, we see Jesus Christ, we see his relationship with the Father, we see his separation from the Father, but then we also see the resurrection. We see his restoration by the Father. And it's the same thing that you and I had that were lost without Christ when we were separated from Christ. And then he resurrected us in Christ to walk in newness of life. And now we walk in that newness of life with the spirit of adoption. And we're going to see that by referencing verses from Psalm 116. Psalm 116 and verse 1, I love the Lord. Now, Psalm 18 is one of these great references we're going to look at often. And it's interesting because it's Psalm 118, that blessed Psalm of David. He starts off in verse 1 and says, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. And so here he says, I love the Lord. And so Psalm 118, or Psalm 116, rather, and Psalm 18 immediately tie together with that love of the Lord. Now, he talks about his voice when he says, because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. And so I want to run the voice and the, the voice of God, my voice. And so in a simple study, I just read that little phrase, my voice, through the scriptures. And in Psalm 3 and verse 4, again, this is David fleeing from Absalom, yet we see he spake by the Spirit of Christ concerning Jesus Christ. In verse 4, he says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Now we'll go back to Psalm 18 on this one, because Psalm 18 in verse 6 said this. He said, that I, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God, he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. And so we see that the Lord is in his temple. He's in that holy hill, that is Mount Zion. And we see that according to the word of God. And so there we see the psalmist as he cries. He knows where he's crying to. He knows who he's crying to. We see in Psalm 5 and 3, My voice thou shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. It says then in Psalm 27 and verse 7, again, another psalm that there's much of Jesus Christ in this psalm. And the word of God told us this, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. So again, he cries with his voice. It's audible. It's loud. And he's crying to the Father. It's that relationship between the Son and the Father. They've been separated. He's made him to be sin for us. And then in Psalm 55 and verse 17, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Now that cross-reference is Psalm 119 and 164. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. Seven times a day he praises the Lord. Three times a day, even in morning and noon, he cries aloud and he cries unto the Lord. And the Lord hears that cry, that audible cry, and he hears him because it's a relationship between the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. Psalm 64 and verse 1, hear my voice, O God, in my prayer, preserve my life from fear of the enemy. 
We see the next reference in Psalm 77 and verse 1. And again, just running that little phrase, my voice through the Psalms. I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. And that's interesting. He said that. He gave ear unto me. Why? Well, the psalmist told us in 116, because he hath inclined his ear unto me in verse 2. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And so not only did the Lord hear him, the Lord actually inclined his ear to hear him. He took that leaning to hear him. Why? It's a relationship between a father and a son. We see that in Jesus Christ. And so you and I have that relationship with the Lord. If we'll cry and offer our supplications, he'll hear our voice. Psalm 141 and verse 1, a psalm of David. Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me, give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Psalm 143 and verse 1, hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness, answer me and in thy righteousness. Now, it's interesting because there's two ways we look at this psalm, or I look at these psalms, rather, and it's on this wise. One, we see that relationship. We see the son crying out to the father, but then we also see the faith of Jesus Christ because he said that the Lord would hear him. Especially when we get these supplications in just a moment, we'll see that the Lord heard his supplications because he believed that God would hear him. That's that spirit of faith. That is Jesus Christ. And because he believed that God would hear him, we see his faith and that God did hear him. That's a promise of God. Now, his supplications, we go back again to start in Psalm 6 again. But in Psalm 6 and verse 9, a great place in the Word of God to begin Messianic Psalms. The Lord hath heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. There is faith. That's that faith of Jesus Christ. That's a faith that justifies the sinner. That's a faith whereby we're saved through faith. Psalm 28 and verse 2. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward thy holy oracle. And so again, we see the cry. We hear the voice. We see the supplications that are offered in the person of Jesus Christ. In verse 6, blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. And so we know that not only did Jesus Christ believe that God would answer, we know that the Father did hear him. We know that the Father did answer him. We know that the fact that he's in the land of the living. Psalm 31 and verse 22. He said, For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my supplications when I cried unto thee. Psalm 55 and verse 1, another reference concerning the supplications. And the word of God says this, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me and in wrath. They hate me. So that's one of the identifiers we've talked about in Jesus Christ, the wicked, the, the wrath, that men hate him. We see his cry. We see his supplication. We see as he calls out, and yet that's available to the believer. You and I have that same spirit of faith. Psalm 86 and verse 6, give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer and attend to the voice 
of my supplications. Now, the reason I went back and read that is because he said, attend. What does that mean? It means give your absolute attention to me. Uh, Make sure to take care of my need. He prays with confidence. He prays with boldness. He prays with faith. Why? That's his father. Psalm 130 and verse 2, he, Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. Psalm 140 and verse 6, I said unto the Lord, thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. Psalm 142 and verse 1, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. So we see these patterns are established. We see that the cry, the voice, the inclining of the ear, the supplication, so many times they cross-reference in Scripture in the Psalms. Why? Because when the son cries out to his father, he makes supplication to his father. He's asking for deliverance. He's asking for safety. He's asking him to keep the wicked away. He's making that supplication based on a relationship that he has. Psalm 143 in verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my supplications. And then he said this, in thy faithfulness answer me, and in thy righteousness. So he pleads for the faithfulness of God to incline to him, for the mercies of God to be toward him. But then here he talks about his righteousness. Lord, you answer in your righteousness. Why, he knows that unrighteously he's condemned, unrighteously he's been judged by man, unrighteously he's going to be slain on the cross as far as man is concerned, yet he has submitted himself to be sin, he has given himself to be sin, he has taken that cup, he has drank the dregs of that cup, and in the bitterness of that cup, he's gone to Calvary, he's died on the cross for our sins, he's buried for three days, according to the scriptures, rose again, After three days, according to the scriptures. So again, we know that Jesus Christ was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He obeyed the Lord. He did exactly what he needed to do. Yet he prays that the Lord would deliver him in that calamity. He's praying this from the cross. We see later in this psalm, he's praying this from the heart of the earth. He's praying this from the pit, that his feet would Walk in the land of the living. He's crying out. We see that he prays in hell. We see that. Why? He believes God. It's a relationship. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And the words of my roaring. It's that relationship he has with the Father. Verse 2 of our text, we see the inclining of the ear. I'm just going to talk about this briefly and we'll be done for today. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Now, Psalm 40 and verse 1 deals with that, and I'm going to talk about this briefly and explain a little bit about that word climb, and then I'll be done. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. Now, it's interesting, if you look at that word climb, and there is a root word there in the English, that root, that root word is actually a Greek word, and it's to lean or to be swayed. That's what to climb is. That's C-L-I-N-E. So to decline is to sway away from, to go away from. And we see that word decline used often, especially talking about the children of Israel in matters of judgment, they be not swayed 
because of uh, personal reasons, because of their own personal thoughts, but rather believe the word of God. But then we see recline is not used in the scriptures because we use that today because we're kind of a lazy generation. But when he talks about the incline, it's to lean in, it's to sway in, it's to draw closer to. And so when he calls unto the Lord, he requests that the Lord come close to him, hear his supplication, hear his cry, and respond to that supplication. That's the inclining of the ear of the Father to the Son. Yet you and I have that available today. If we could get God's attention, if we'd pray in faith believing, if we'd call upon the name of the Lord by faith, he would incline his ear to us to hear us, and we could bring that petition to him, bring our supplications unto him, and know that he hears and answers prayer. This is our first part of Psalm 116. Join us tomorrow, if you would, for part two. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.